Hello, you've reached Mouse and Weens podcast. This is episode 77, season three, and we are calling it Things Are Getting Hairy because we're going to be talking about all things hair, quarantine hair, haircuts, how to color our hair. We're going to be talking to a hairdresser named Carla Reynolds, our good friend. She is a pro and she has great tips and tricks, what to do, what not to do with your hair. So do take a listen. We also have some more hairy friends. We're going to be talking to Matthew and Chris. They are part of a new segment we're calling Culture Corner, in which you can learn about movies, books, poetry, things like that. So take a listen to that. You may also notice that we're going to have a little bit of a different sound. We are adding advertisement because we're changing um, platforms over to Spreaker. They're helping us get paid, which is wonderful. So we're excited about it. You may not be excited about it because it means you have to listen to some commercials. Uh, If you hate listening to ads, there's going to be, I think, a minute in the front, a minute in the back, and then a minute right in the middle. You may want to consider moving over to patreon.com for $5 a month. We will be posting our exact same episodes uh, ad-free over there. You will also be signed up for some swag. You'll get shout-outs. You'll get extra bonus features and content, sometimes videos. We're posting things over there more and more. So if you want an ad-free episode, go to patreon.com slash mouseandweens and uh, sign on up. All right, let's get into our episode. Thank you guys so much. We do want to give big shout outs to Unpredictably Us podcast. We love them. They have been so supportive. Christy and Athena, they're two women going through life's uh, adventures and seeing where they find themselves. So they're a lot like us and super fun and cute and have great stories. So check them out, Unpredictably Us. We'd also like to thank our main supporter on Patreon, Dana. We appreciate you uh, always checking in and being the number one fan. And thank you so much. You're, you're amazing. So we love everything about you. So there. All right, let's go listen to our episode. We hope you enjoy the show. If we talk about anything of interest, we'll put it in the show notes over on mouseandweens.com. Um, you can also listen to the transcription, or rather read the transcription. So let's get into it. Here we go. Mouse and weeds and Mouse and weeds, 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 mouse and then you're saying yo yo yo. I said something else too. It, yeah. it wasn't word, but maybe it was close. Yeah. Like I referenced I like DJ too. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, I think it yes. was. Problems. So I'm the yo yo ma. Get it? I'm the mom. Yo yo ma. With the really bad jokes. I'm sorry. I know. Ooh, that was really bad. Such dad joke territory. That clearly I can't help myself. puts you at least at 46 years old. Yeah, I know. But I also laughed. Thank you. You're my sweet sister over there. That's Weens. Say hello. Hi. Weans. She's That's right. San Diego. Or no, you're not San Diego. Where are you, Weens? I'm in Los Angeles right now in a closet, and um, I am uh, 
in the beautiful town of Wouldn't You Like to Know in Los Angeles, just in case there's any stalkers out there, somewhere by the Los Angeles River. If you want to come find me, follow the Los Angeles River. <laughs> it's long. <laughs> That's the joke. What about you? Where are you? Uh, Poway, California. Currently without a well. We talked about this last night. We did a live Facebook uh, Instagram thing with our last guest, Ahmed Hassan, mm-hmm. um, which we're going to put out as an extra episode on Patreon. It's kind of fun. He's a landscaper. Um, He's very good. Yeah, he did landscaping gardening talk. But yeah, we discussed our well issue. We've been without water and it's super hot here in San Diego. Well, what did he say? (laughs) Well, he said, you're screwed because we have to traipse uh, hoses all over our property to water everything. So that's what I'm currently thinking about, which is very boring and domestic. But it's a real issue. All this landscaping we put in and my garden and our trees and... They're it's all drying deal. up and dying. It makes me wake up at night and want to go out and water everything. It's awful. It's so. crazy because we, isn't that proof that we are in a desert, especially you and Poway? Yeah. We live really in is. a desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then being stuck at home and this is like our whole world right now. So it's, you can't even get away from it. But so anyway. You guys are out there. I was just over there and you guys were out with, there was a lot of yelling at children to water things. Like, mm-hmm. get down there. And then. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Have, where did you find the water then? You're on the city water just to with a hose? Yeah, but keep I everything mean, alive? We, yeah, exactly. And it's just expensive. And we do have a property with a well. We bought it this way. We got the the motor going again and everything was great. The pump and then it broke and then we had an earthquake and it cracked the well, we think. And so they have to um, dig a new one. And it's expensive. Oh, Dig a new one. Dig a whole new one. Yeah. Just throw some cement there. down there, no? I know. You'd think there's a way to fix it, but I guess it's all like silty. I don't know. It's a That's whole thing. the wiener solution. Just throw some weird <laughs> stuff at it. Like my toothpaste in the hole in my wall in this closet. I see a patch of toothpaste I put in there about a year ago thinking, well, I'll do this temporarily since it looks bad. And I'll come back with that caulking stuff, whatever you call it, yeah. very soon, I said. Very soon. You're later and toothpaste in the hole. I get it. I have that gene, too. But you? yours is always a little more Band-Aid-y. You always have, like, a tape thing. Gotta you go. You were just talking about duct tape last night. It's the gotta go weens plan of life. I duct tape everything to things when they should properly uh, be mounted properly and whatnot. And I'll just have a piece of duct tape in the car and I'll get moving. Because, boy... A lot of yes. safety pins on your clothes, too, as long as you've been alive and dressing yourself. And you don't have that still. Well, you do, though. Don't you have safety pin things Probably. shut all the time? Yeah. And then but, our know, latest hack. Yes. Hair. Ma'am. Continue. Sorry. Uh, please, uh, mouse, continue. <laughs> mouse please. in the front row. You, Sorry. Uh, mouse. Please go. <laughs> latest hack no that you you're pinning things and taping things and then you often just like get frustrated and then do something real quick on your own when maybe you should seek a professional's help if you know like what i mean what are you talking about like your haircut oh is what i'm talking about well yeah. i will tell you a quick story mm-hmm. friends and fans i was at stuck in my house you see there's something going on these days. I've been in my house for a while, and I um, 
got really sick and tired of my hair. I was trying to grow it out. I thought this would be a great time to see if I have long, gorgeous hair like the cartoon Tangled. I don't. <laughs> it got to a certain point, and I started to look like a witch. <laughs> I kept sticking with it because all like I have to do... Untangled. Yes. Yeah. Like the, I haven't even seen that movie, but I, <laughs> I remember seeing hair on the front cover. I figured yes. it said Tangled. It would be a nice tie-in. But um, now, yeah, so I cut it basically by myself. I just chopped it one day because that's what happens yeah. in these crazy times. And I cut it. I took two sides. I took one chunk from the left half, and I put it over my shoulder in the mirror, and I cut it. And then I took the right half from back behind yourself and brought it in front, <laughs> and I cut that one. And it and does it's not even. It's yeah. Did you measure? Did you comb it out? Were there fingers? Were you squeezing Nothing. It between the fingers? Grabbed no, it, you just hacked it. it. Really? Done. And yeah. Did and you notice fine. anything? Mm-mm. I certainly did. If you really looked at it, you would see it's. There'll be like one, you know, nice and even inch, and then one about three and a half inches, and then it goes really? back to. Yeah. Do the best I job. I trimmed but. you up. I had all the tools out and everything. Oh. We were going to. Charlotte was going to do it. I was going to let myself, since I did such a bad job, I was going to be the first first haircut. But Aww. you were her first dye. What happened? Yeah, she uh, she finally. I got my kit. Well, let's let's hear our little chunk of interview that we got this week. Um, this is my dear friend Carla, who is a hairdresser, and we are all in the stage where we're freaking out about our hair those of us who are older our, our roots are showing if we color our hair people with highlights it's it's all falling apart and we're all hitting it at the same time so i wanted to talk to her about it can we can we play that right now sure we good okay let's all right, do let's it hear yay we love carla. carla she's such a cutie too here we go hi carla you're hi, my Paul. friend <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're dealing with bad internet connection here though with our uh with our dumb Zoom calls. All these people on Wi-Fi's. Uh we have I know uh, it's all being dwindled down. Yeah. Our boys currently are both playing each other on Fortnite Xbox oh. as we speak. And I just went outside and I'm like, Elliot, be quiet. <laughs> it's like <laughs> forever. But you are our resident hairdresser, beauty expert, and I am thinking of you more than you know right now, Carla, because I can't, I don't know if you can see this. I'm putting this video on YouTube too, but those roots are starting to show. I know. Now, what do you tell people that are, are dealing with all this and what's the, what do we do? <laughs> Help. Well, I mean, in reality, if you can't, get well obviously we can't get it done but i've actually been providing like root touch-up kits for some of my clients that have gray hair and they're freaking out and they're like hey, i just need it done it's driving me crazy um i'll like mix up enough color for them to or i'll provide enough color and developer for them to do just like a little touch-up like they're um around their hairline and their uh, like part line and stuff mm -hmm. um but if it's someone with like highlights or something that can't just be masked with like a root color it's like just hold out, just wait. I mean, you could try something on your own, but then you're going to be end up paying a lot more money in the end to get it fixed. 
I know. That's what I'm worried about. I keep seeing all these, you know, ads for hair color, but then there's news that all the boxed hair color is flying off the shelves. Like it's the new toilet paper. You can't buy it anywhere. So <laughs> I know. Funny. Yeah. But what are your touch-up kits like? Cause I think I might have to hit you up for one. If you still yeah, have stuff. I mean, I'm only offering them to, yeah, I have, I have enough. Um, I'm only offering them to people that I like, we really honed in on their new, like their formula so that mm -hmm. I'm not having to like make up something new and then just cross your fingers and hope that it matches well. Like it's, it's more for people that are, um, kind of consistent in their colors. So it's easy for me to, um, you know, slap it together because right. if it's something like they, I actually had somebody the other day that wanted to do something new and I was like, Oh no, no, no. I'm only providing enough <laughs> to touch up what you have. She's like, well, I want to kind of go darker purple and stuff, which is great and fun. I'm like, but this isn't the time to, you know, for me just to blindly formulate for you. Yeah, no, no, that's kind of cuckoo. Plus, but... I don't, I don't really have enough supplies on hand right now to just give everybody enough for their entire heads. It's really just to get you by until we can figure this thing out. Right, teeny bit. I know. Now, do you expect that a lot of people are gonna when everything kind of lifts and you might go back to work or whenever that is, what it's gonna be like? Like, what, what do you think all the issues are gonna be? fixing the hair and just well, I've already, it's so funny because even yeah it's going to be super busy i mean people are already texting and saying okay well can you get me on my book for x y and z and i'm like i just i don't even know when that's going to be and or we don't know when it's going to be safe to go back and you know we're in closed quarters i don't i don't think it's just going to be the second they lift you know the stay-at-home orders that we're not just going to go running back in right. uh, well some people I, I know I, I won't feel comfortable doing that. Um, so. Yeah. Well, and you have a big reason why it's not comfortable yes. because yes, <laughs> she's got a baby in the belly. Oh. Look at her. <laughs> so cute. You're so cute. Yes. And you're due in August. So yeah, by the time summer rolls around and they say things might open up by then. Yeah. You're not going to want to risk it. And even being yeah. a I don't know. You know, the chemicals don't bother me that much. There's certain chemicals I can't be around being pregnant, but doing color and highlights and stuff like that, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't bother me as much. Mm -hmm. um, I, it's because I'm not like huffing it and, you know. Right, right. There was um, a thing I saw, somebody on Facebook posted, that, and they're a hairdresser too, I think, and there's a petition going around that hairdressers want to go back to work or do, what What was the deal? And then I sent it to you and you were like, oh yeah, I've heard of this. What's going on with that? Yeah, it was um, a petition for, I can't remember what it was called. It was like one guest at a time or one client at a time or something like that. And it was petitioning saying, um, you know, if we have one person at a time, then we're not exposed to as many. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I, Cause I kind of thought it was a little silly. It was like, we're essential. And, and maybe my mind is just so different right now because I'm pregnant. I feel like, you know what, it's not worth the risk. So I don't feel as essential, or maybe it's cause I don't want to be as essential because, right. uh, I just really want everything to be much more, clear whether it's safe to go back to work or not. But yes, this petition was say, citing we should be able to go back sooner than later, kind of like in the first wave or whatever, as long as we're taking all the precautions. Um, so the petition was to get us up and running earlier. Right, so. right. Yeah. 
God, I feel bad because yeah, a lot of people, this is their bread and butter. And luckily like me, we, we have our hubbies that we can kind of lean on to for, for the substantial. (laughs) Yeah. So it's not super, you know, dire, but still, yeah. It's a tough call, man. Going no, I do. I feel and... awful for, I mean, cause I have, I have a lot of friends, stylist friends that are, you know, they are kind of desperate to go back to work. Um, but they also have that underlying fear. They're scared. They're like, I need to work. I need money, but I'm also like scared for my health and sure. scared for the people I love. And so it's right. It's- because hairdressers, it's an intimate job. I mean, you're kind of hovering over them, washing their hair and things like that. You're oh, right near yeah. their face. And Constantly I always worry about them. my breath when, when I'm around you. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> coffee, garlic, <laughs> poor thing. Yeah. And it's very, um, you know, you could work up a small sweat, maybe. I don't know, yeah. maybe not, but well, there's a lot of contact. I mean, you're in and again, I'm I'm in a studio space, so it's a small space. So it's not there's no way to have six feet apart from each other. Yeah. And I mean, sure, I could wear gloves the whole time and wear a mask, but also in a closed room, that sounds awful to me. I'm yeah. I already going to the grocery store today with that mask on. I already get a little claustrophobic wearing it anyways. I can't See? imagine working for eight to 10 hours with a mask on. Yeah. Who wants to do that? No, I know. And that's when you look at the nurses and doctors and just like bow down. Cause oh, yeah, they, gosh. have you seen the like, bruises they get around their yeah. face and yeah. the ears and the whole thing? God, that sucks. Well, now do you have tips for people who want to get through, you mentioned root spray and yeah, the root spray is really great because I mean, if you're not going out but once in a blue moon just to go to the store or whatever, you can use the spray. But it's also great because I know I do understand for the people who are still working and still seeing people, or if they're on Zoom calls constantly and they're very self conscious about their gray hair or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, those root sprays really are great because they're just, I mean, they wash out, they're, they're, they, you can match it to your hair color really well. And, um, those are kind of a good hold, hold you over. Yeah. You got me one at one of my visits and I swear, I love it. In fact, I used it for another zoom call and, uh, but unfortunately I don't think I shook it well enough. And so I got these big dark Brown dribbles right down the front of my shirt. And on my nose, they oh, look no. like these weird freckles. I was like, Morgan Freeman, oh. you interview you. No, it was bad. So I had to change everything, <laughs> scrub my face really quick. And I was like, ah. But if you use it correctly, oh. it is great stuff. I really like that. Is there a brand that you like? Well, you do have to watch if you put um, if you put sunglasses in your hair, which I am constantly putting sunglasses in my hair. And then I'll forget to wipe them off. And I'll put them on and then I'll get like a ring around my nose. <laughs> that that's true oh my god I know, i've done that a couple times <laughs> that's hilarious um i like a brand called it's called um uh watercolors and okay. i feel like it's great because it's not stick like i i don't feel like my hair doesn't feel gross or sticky or um, yeah like i still feel like i can kind of like move my hair it's not uh that's a like, good one like stuck together or anything yeah, yeah. good it covers okay. really well and people can get it online can you order it do you know or is it all just run into a beauty supply yeah, store? Yeah, probably find it online. It might be better getting it through your stylist. Okay. There are some, um, I mean, speak to your stylist, but there are some online options right now that stylists can give you a link to. And it's typically the stuff that we would go pick up for you. But um, 
if you get the link from them, you can, from your stylist, it'll be, uh, depending on which beauty supply place they, you can order products from them and then it'll get shipped straight to your house. And then your oh. stylist will still get like a commission. Oh, that's cool. So I, I guess it's helpful too. And yeah, a little extra income too. Totally. So would you recommend people stay away from all the box stuff then the do it yourself or are those root touch up kits? Okay. No, don't no do I definitely would say don't do it. I mean, you just never know. It's like one kit fits all. Like that doesn't make sense. Everybody's hair is different. Your makeup of your, um, you know, what you need, whether your hair pulls too brassy or doesn't cover gray well, it's like one kit's not going to be um, the same for everybody. So that's why I say go to your stylist and ask them if they can do something with some kind of a touch-up kit because they have your formula. They know exactly what you need. Like when I do my my little bowl of color, it's not just one strip of one tube of color. It typically is like, okay, this box, this box, this box. I'm doing a little bit of each one of them to make up your personalized color. Right. And you're a very good colorist too. You're a pro. You've How long have you been doing this? This has been like forever, right? Um, in July, I think, I think it'll be, um, 17 years. Yeah. And look at you. You don't look a day over 17. How do you do it? (laughs) It's all those beauty (laughs) products. Being in the industry, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I'm trying to stay in the status. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Stop it. No, you're good. Well, yeah. So stay away from the box stuff. And I mean, probably we'd maybe do more damage that would cost us more later. So we should just find a way to oh, yeah. stick it well, out. It's like we're a stylist. We're going to have to fix it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of work. Well, yeah. So I'm, I'm getting very close with all my hats and my spray, which is probably mm-hmm. running out. So, and then I'll hit you up for, for some touch-ups perhaps, but, but yeah. And then I heard something too. This was a nail person, but, um, my mother-in-law told me that a woman went to get her nails done. People are getting so desperate about their beauty routines and about getting found out their real hair color, what their nails really look like, what they look like without makeup. This woman went to a nail shop and worked out with her nail lady to put her hands through a mail slot so that her nail lady could do her nails. Oh, (laughs) that's really funny. (laughs) I know. So funny. Um, you know, I've seen some really funny memes on how they've had like hairstylists with like an umbrella with like eye holes cut and like these long things. To, right, like, right. I know. It's kind of funny seeing how people are taking care of things themselves. Um, and, and I think it's kind of fun for some people, like maybe the box dye thing, I would, I would definitely stay, say like steer clear from, but a haircut, I mean, that can always be fixed. That's like an easy, it's an easier fix. So it's kind of interesting seeing all these people become like at home hairstylists for their yes. husbands or their sons or their daughters or whatever. I'm in that boat. Um, Elliot is going crazy because his big thick hair is falling in his eyes and he's going nuts. So he's like, mom, I need a haircut. And I'm like, oh God, I only did this once with Toby when he was little <laughs> and it was a botched job. So I'm going to have to figure out a way. I was, I was saying I should. Well, but uh, now there are, there's tons more videos on YouTube and stuff. Okay. And they're pretty straightforward on how to do yeah, it. Yeah. Plus I could walk you through it. You could FaceTime and I could show you exactly like how to do it. Okay, good. Cause I'm, I'm about to order a Floby. I was going to get one of those vacuum cutters from oh, the 80s. I mean, most, 
I would totally say don't do it, but this is the time to do it because I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> and we can all see what, see what it does. I know. Either that or family buzz cuts. We'll all go G.I. Jane and oh my gosh, all the Charlotte's like, no. <clears throat> Did I tell you too, Charlotte had the biggest um, rat's nest in the back oh. of her head? I had It took me like 30 minutes to work it out because I thought oh. she was brushing her hair fine and I haven't been on top of it. And oh my God, I felt so bad. I mean, a huge <laughs> dreadlock. It was awful. So yeah. And those are not easy to get out. <laughs> it was tough. It was so tough. Well, I love you, Carla. Thank you, you. for yeah. loaning your expertise and take care of that baby. I can't I wait shall. to remotely see you again. I know. I know. Miss you. There it wow. is. The hair. Yeah. Wow. So. The update She's is... cool. Okay, can we just... I totally cut you off. No, I get excited. No, you're excited. I like the excitement. Go with it. What? What? I like Carla a lot. She is very professional and also super cool. And yes. she's smart and she's laid back and she would be a great person to um, gossip with. Ha ha ha. Uh-huh. I know. Okay. It's really crazy how close that she gets with her clients, too. Not that she tells me anything. She's very much like a counselor, you know? These people rely on her and tell her everything and yeah and she's up in their business like she was saying when when she's hovering around people and you're sharing that same space and so all these concerns it's a it's a whole crazy thing but um I uh yeah finally just went and got my little uh root kit from her she put her color in a bowl for me a little uh paper bowl and then she put the developer in a little you know like ketchup container you get from takeout like with a little tiny lid and little tiny bowl and she let me borrow this special brush little tiny bowl i added the lilt to give it a little little petiteness which sounds like like winnie the pooh but keep going (laughs) so then i brought it home and the next day i think it was charlotte and i played hair shop so first i cut her hair i trimmed it at the bottom we took off a couple inches it was kind of dramatic you saw it what do you think she looks like little older maybe what'd you think of her hair yeah i mean it just looks clean i love her hair i love it long because the colors of her hair are crazy when you have that really long little girl hair where it looks like straw yeah and it gets like the beautiful ends right and i like that yeah but it's probably harder to maintain she yeah they got tangled and she got this yeah like i said she got that big uh, dreadlock and so and she wanted the white parts off i don't know why she wanted them off but so we hacked it until it's all kind of one color like blunt anyway i wonder if she's trying to be like carla's daughter hadley they're so cute because yeah charlotte said she goes andy what's your favorite color i said i think you know blue and various shades of blues and greens and What's yours? She goes, black. And then Elliot said, that's because Hadley likes black. So <laughs> I know. She loves that. They're so cute. They're like little twinnies, you know, best friends. They're so funny. But hey, yeah. Very... Black is the inclusion of all colors and white is the reflection of all colors. Am I right? I think yeah. so. Yeah. I okay. Think so. Sorry. Continue. No. Yeah. So she has her little haircut and then I did Elliot's, which was hilarious because, well, Carla was sweet enough to post a video to her personal sites where she showed moms like us what you might want to do to get your kid through to the next haircut stage. And 
it was it was smart. What she does is she, if you can imagine, so you pull a section of hair out between your first and second fingers, so nice and flat, um, like a little alligator, chop, chop, and you get to the ends, and instead of doing a blunt cut straight across, parallel to your fingers, instead you point the tips of your fingers at, sorry, oh, this is, ex- how can I explain? You just like cut straight into the ends of the hair to thin it. Does that make sense? Can you get what I'm talking about? You do the little like where you <laughs> yes, exactly. The you sheer pull... part where they pull your fingers up and then they put the thing, the chopper part at the knuckle part on one <laughs> side of your hair, and then they just go <laughs> where they go towards the other side and lightly shave up. Is that what you mean? Uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> making like a shape of a T. So the points of your scissors would T right into your fingers, holding the hair. Do you get that? Hmm. No. Correct. I was there already. I mean, I was at the T and then pulling oh, it across to cut threw out me off with the to the <laughs> end. <laughs> well, that part is more of the shavy sheer part. Oh, okay. Anyway, I think it's just called thinning. Like you just thin the ends and you chop right into them, straight up into the hair. And just chop, 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 like little, like like a, the movie Big. So imagine a bristly, if you were to dip your hair upside down, it would be a mustache and you're putting your scissor blade into, imagine a man's mustache, like up, 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 up in the mustache towards the nose. Yes. Right. (laughs) That was totally different than what I was thinking. Mustache analogy. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say it's like eating a little corn cob. With who? No, that see, mine made no sense. Like going back and forth on the corn cob. Kumquat? Corn cob. Corn. Oh, oh. On the cob. Anyway. So I did that around the whole edge of Elliot's head to get it a little less thick at the ends and then did it up and over his ears and pulled it out. The problem was I didn't pull his hair straight up. I just pulled it down and did that. Mm -hmm. And. So then when I let it all go, I was like, great, it's all nice and thinned at the ends. It should lay nice and flat. It looked nice and flat. It was nice and wet. And then it dried, and it dried up into this perfect bowl cut that was <laughs> it wasn't bad at the ends because the ends were nice and blended, but I just didn't give it any layers or thin it out enough at the top. So it, it does this mushroom thing. It's awful. So I have to go back and fix it. But he Joe! The thing is, he doesn't know it's bad. He's like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> but I liked it because he, he looks by. like... And he, he looks like the back the... of his head, and Dave and I both laugh. Oh, poor kid. He looks like the never-ending story kid, the one that yes. puts the blanket over their head, and then they read the Atreyu. He does, but it's yeah. not the Atreyu kid. It's the storyteller kid, right? Remember I know, that but kid? that's the only thing I remember yeah. him yelling yeah. at. It was the... <laughs> but yeah. that's cute. He looks just like him, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, they call it the wow. Corona Cut, I guess. Luckily, the Corona Cut. <gasps> Poor kid. I was going to say but, there's no school pictures. Excuse my... F- God damn it, I want to get this one in. It's uh, <laughs> funny that... Uh, it's good that they're not taking uh, school pictures right now. Okay, go. <laughs> good That's all I to say. Cut it in. That was real worth it. Oh, so I'm trying it. to do a fist fight, but it was worth it. Uh, continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm um, in a hot closet. And then Julianne, Julianne, see, there I go again. Charlotte, her name is Charlotte, my other little woman in my life, um, she dyed my hair for me. So that was 
interesting too. But she did. We did the root kit and it came out pretty good right along the part. We focused there, which was fine. But if you flip it over on the other side of the part, there's some little silvers hanging out. So whatever. But it did the trick. It'll get me through. I feel fine. That's beautiful. (sighs) Yeah. Isn't this nice? So this is, yeah, that's uh, a lot of people are going crazy. And then didn't you put out something to some of our listeners that were asking about our high maintenance? Are you high maintenance? Are you low maintenance? Are you in the middle? So where do you sit? And what were some of the questions? Like, do you wear high heels in this quarantine, right? Right. And how many times do you shave your legs a week? And are you putting on makeup every day? So Mm -hmm. we should post that. Can we put that somewhere for people to... Yeah, I'll repost it and see where we are. pre. I'll add a twist to it. The pre-coronavirus and post-coronavirus. Okay. And then during. So we'll see if the numbers change. Maybe this will mellow people out. Maybe people won't be as high maintenance now that they don't have to be. And they realize it's nice not wearing makeup and nice not having to do your I hair. I feel like your skin mm. can finally breathe. Don't yeah. you think? I think so. Yeah. I'm doing different things. Like, yeah, I'm I'm taking less medicine. So I'll see if that has any changes to my skin and things like that. Because I can be home. I don't care if I have a breakout or something. So. Isn't that cool? Um, Poor Carla, though. I am thinking about her because since we did this interview a few days ago, we've had some states start opening up with, uh, you know, this whole quarantine thing. So I was just reading online. I'm like, what are hairdressers thinking about everything now? And I found this article from BuzzFeed about this um, hairdresser in Georgia now that the state is totally open. She had all these tips for other hairdressers. And it's crazy. She shows these pictures. This is from like her personal social media. Um, I'll post this too. But it's crazy what she has to do. Like she's wearing a mask and a face guard and she's sterilizing everything like crazy. She gets super hot. She's made rules like we can't talk when I'm washing your hair at the bowl. We can't talk when I'm blow drying. It's too hard to talk through all this stuff. Um, She doesn't turn on the air because it might circulate particles through the air that might land on everything and she can't sterilize everything. She has to have three sets of stuff. She has has to change her apron. She's changing stuff all the time, washing it. Uh, It's freaking crazy. And people don't realize it, I don't think, because she said as soon as the governor stopped talking, asking, like saying, okay, we're going to reopen the state, her phone started blowing up. Like she got, you know, 15 appointments right away and she's freaking out and she feels all the stress and she feels like she has to go back to work. So I feel bad for this industry. It's like, gonna be crazy and i mean it's great to have a job but to put yourself right in the middle of it all right now oh i don't know i don't envy anyone going through this so i hope carla stays safe and does what is in her heart to do and also can i tell you i have a lovely therapist that's what we do in los angeles and yes boundaries boundaries what a word Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and create some and you can say no and you can right. only take one person a week if you want. And don't feel obligated because it's your safety. That's right. Girlfriend. Is that also yes. a reference from back in the day? Do people still say girlfriend? <laughs> girlfriend. I don't think so. Girlfriend. Think they say girl. 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 And that might even be out now. I don't I think know. it's out. I think don't it's ever out. ask me about anything cool. I'm never, ever saying anything cool or hip. Okay. Me either. Ever. I got made fun of the entire last two years on that TV show because even the old dads knew more than me. <laughs> it was embarrassing. I kept quoting things from the 90s. <laughs> Someone was listening to the song. 
I'm on the deep end. But it was the beginning part. And I was like, who's this? They were like, um, the most popular song in the world right now. This the biggest Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga song. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I thought it was. Oh, I just started singing uh, Taylor Swift. And you were like, oh, what new song is that? I'm like, it's like five years ago, Taylor Swift. It's a problem. <laughs> It, it is a so problem. Cute. Are Stuck you in talking the 90s. to any of your film people lately? Are you? No. Oh, no. here. You know what? This is a good episode to plug in our beautiful friend. My friend Matthew Stevens is a fantabulous poet. Oh, also yeah. a renegade. Also has a child named Wild. Also really? has a filmmaker wife named Zoe. Also is a filmmaker. Also, work with me in the location department of the hit show, The Rookie. This is fantabulous. I'm not even going to set it up because you're just going to listen to it. Okay. Good day. Culture Corner. Now we are here to introduce the new poet and author, Matthew Stevens. Hello. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast voice on. All right, this is a poem called Raised Eyebrows. It took a look, one sideways glance to cast him in the role of meat puppet, blue boy, male parts painted in a tortuous pattern of purple and black lines, not a bit of flab, he was a star. And the night air was fishy, and the street bricks made sane people hobble, and hobblers collapse. And the line for the wrestling match stretched down the block and around the churchyard, the one with the ancient cocked wall. The one where they sat and ate Vietnamese takeout, and she said, this wall isn't the only thing going to be cocked today. She was also a star. The mayonnaise on the banh mi was very rich, homemade, lemon bright, coalescent. The brilliance of constellations were removed from the opaque ceiling of city light to a faraway place, the Northeast Kingdom. Fife of frozen lakes, white wicks untrimmed, and the feelies. They loved that band. They sat with eyebrows raised and knew the glory, glory, and the glory, glory. They were pretty sure they knew that much, at least. Matthew Stevens. Incredible. Whoa! (laughs) Don't turn it off because we're back! (laughs) I the love we, poetry. Yes, his he's great. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, poetry to me is a whole new world. I have to jump in and get hear in. more. I like it. I like it. You could get Very into cool. the hip. He does the the hip, cool, deep thinking style, I and like you can it. also you can get into poetry. Say, I'm gonna do a lot of boom bat. Are you cool with that? Have you ever? I done didn't it? think so. Uh, poetry slam. Yeah, have you done one before? I just did. Oh, no, like at a place, like at a club or where people snap when you're supposed to clap. Does that happen? No, but I did Uh go to uh, Marianne Williams Storytelling, where you do five minutes of a story. It's almost like The Moth, if anyone's heard of that, where you... Yeah, yeah. And uh, she has a really cool storytelling thing, so I did that and did a five-minute story once, and it was a really good experience because you're nervous and you might pull a subject out of the hat, and then you have to talk about it for five minutes. I can't remember what mine was, but whoo-wee. See, It good. was a good you're experience. Practicing for podcasting in front of a live audience. We should do that sometime. And her husband is Paul Williams, who wrote The Rainbow Connection and... 
the many other things. Uh, We've only just begun. And the song that I've been singing with Charlotte all weekend, which is... This is Kermit. It starts when we're kids. We show up at school. Anyway. Well, you started. I think you should. Can this be our closing song? Will you please sing it's a song? It's called The Magic Store, and it's the Muppet movie grand finale song where it's a medley. So they put a little bit of Rainbow Connection. They put a little bit of moving right on. Nope, not that one. Anyway. Yeah. All wonderful right. song. Sister, let's, uh, let's hear how you, do you finish feel? this out. Yeah, I want to hear the whole thing, and I just want to give major... Kudos to poets out there and to hairdressers out there doing their thing. Oh, you know what? Wait, I want to do... Sorry, but now that we're into the culture area of life with Matt Stevens' fantabulous Mm -hmm. uh, poetry, I also want to introduce you to... I know what you're going to say. What? You were going to talk about your other friend, Chris, because we were messing around with that idea of putting that in this episode. Is this the time? It's the time. Yay. Okay. We're going to hear Chris Osmondson. Did I say it right? I think that's I it. I hope so, Joelle. Yeah. Sister Mouse. <laughs> he is a great guy. You set him up. Tell me how you guys met. What's the what's the sitch? He's fabulous. He works at a store called Jackknife Records in a place called Atwater Village. And it's a really cool, unique record shop that has, you know, you can get old cassette tapes there. You can get your old Pioneer. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I don't know what the cool terms to say are about old stereos, pioneer stereos. And it's right across tapes. from uh, Grand Royal know. Records, right? The old studios. Oh, Grand Royal Records, Beastie Boys. Beastie yeah, Boys. that's right. You and yeah. I went over there. What was your experience with We got the big MCA mural on the wall there. I know. It was very cool. Adam and Royal Records, Yow. where Beastie Boys did thing? what? Uh, they recorded uh, License to Ill. They recorded Check Your Head. They recorded the th- third album after that, which I can't remember the name of. But, um, yeah, and they they filmed their Pass the Mic video right there on the staircase we were on, on the little shed right next to it. It was great. Yeah. It was so yeah. fun. And So we went I, up there. Sister and I snuck in. Yeah, we didn't see a whole lot, but now it's different offices. It got bought out by another company, but they're keeping it as an homage to Beastie Boys and kind of the companies in there are cool. And I think that extra large uh, shop is still in there, right? Like yeah. the clothing that he I owned believe or so. whatever. I saw some stickers up there. They kept a lot of murals inside too, so. Yeah. And they um, used to have like a skate ramp in there. I think it's gone now, but anyway, it was very cool. Uh-huh. So that's right across from Chris's work at Jackknife uh-huh. Records. And Chris is a parent and a very cool guy. And he knows tons about music and tons about everything, it seemed like, right? Yeah. And he's just the sweetest guy in the world. And he has two lovely kids, Juniper and Hazel, and a lovely wife named Susie, who's a vet. And he's just a rad dad and a cool person to ask a lot of questions on uh, art, culture, and whatnot. Mm. And he DJs a lot. So next time he does a DJ session, we're doing Zoom DJs these days, but I'll put Ooh. that, we'll plug that too. Cool. All right. Yay. So this so is just cute. Hear... It's just a cute little thing. Something Quick of clip. his, right? From home yeah. during quarantine. Okay, here we go. Culture Corner. What kind of, uh, uh, some kind of book that you would recommend for this time? Um, we are deep in, uh, the first Winnie the Pooh book right now. 
Yes. And so that's my recommendation. If you've got kids, if you don't, I think it's really always a fun world to dip into. Um, I like doing voices when I read it to, to Hazel and Susie's been making videos of me doing that so I can listen to the back, which is kind of uh, crazy making. Cause then I'll be like, your Tigger in your piglet. What's that? Can you do your Tigger in your piglet quickly? Oh man. <laughs> I shouldn't have talked about this. I'm putting myself on the spot. Um, uh, Piglet is like a, you know, a very like a high pitched and it's like a lot of, a, a, well, uh, you know, even if it's not written that he's stumbling over his words, you gotta, you know, he's always a little timid and not really knowing what he's going to say. And then Tigger doesn't show up in the first book very much. So I don't have to do much Tigger, but Tigger, you know, is just a lot of like, oh, blustery, got the list. I mean, it's all based in the Disney cartoons, you know? I love it. We're back. Yay, Chris. So Yay, cute. We love Chris. He's the best. Isn't so. he? Oh. I like your friends. You've got good ones. I was privileged to meet everybody over the visits and then especially at your big birthday party in November. So Yeah, I love that. And that you have fun. wonderful friends too. Yay, friends. With Carla and all of your other pals and your pals are good listeners too you've got kari who listens a lot and melissa and who else stephanie yeah lots of them yeah lots yeah. of them yeah i know shout outs to all Dana. of our sweet friends and supporters and to our patrons and to our podcast pals of which i want to do a promo for the ladies at i shake my head let's hear that real quick Hi, everybody. This is I Shake My Head with Lisa and Sam. Hello. Okay, four things people need to know right off the top, Lisa. Tell them. 20 years, besties. Woohoo! <laughs> Two. <laughs> We're almost 50. No, Samantha, stop that. Just stop that. You're almost 50. Whatever. Oh. Three. We podcast from my car. We're sitting inside your car right now. Four. We're from Canada. We're from the heart of the prairies. We're from Saskatchewan. And if you're unsure if that's a real place, just Google it. Yeah. But we also bring you a new episode every single Friday. We do. It's about an hour long, but you know what? Time goes by quick. Because <laughs> we're just two crazy women bantering, talking about lighthearted topics. Talking over each other all the time. <laughs> we argue, we disagree, but we always go back to laughing. We do. We just want to be the least stressful part of your week. Exactly. So you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, and any other podcast app that you have. We're all over social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yay! Lisa and Sam, you have to check them out if you like this kind of silly, fun banter, lightheartedness, just trying to make you laugh and smile and relate. Um, join in. I shake my head. They're great. Ha-ha. So there we go, Weens. We did it. Another episode in the can. Is that what they say? I love it. Yeah. Thanks for being with us, uh, pals, friends, and loved That's ones. Right. And I hope that you're doing okay during this crazy time. Anxiety levels are apparently up this week, says... My therapist. But um, do you feel that, sister, real fast? or I'm okay. It's status quo. I just am stressed that my kids are not completing their school assignments like they promised. I thought, oh, everything's great. They're independent. I don't even have to do anything anymore. And then I got a zillion emails from all their teachers saying, your kid did nothing last week. And now I'm like, oh, no. So I have to What's the explanation? Are they just spacing it? or 
No, the kids, I think, are doing it, not knowing how to turn it in. It's all this different software. I can't even get into it. It's too much. But anyway, we'll get on top of it. I just have to jump back in and be a parent for a while because I've been floating and flitting and doing all my videos and fun stuff. And now I have to get back to my roots of being a mom. My roots. Get it? All right. Roots. There we go. We'll close it out with the root. <laughs> Love you guys. All right. See Will you soon. Sing us some Muppets for our, our last little song too, please. Right oh, now? Yeah. And mouseandweens.com everywhere is at mouseandweens for our social media. And uh, yeah, please consider supporting us on patreon.com. And I know it's a tough time for everyone. There is also lots of charities in need right now. And I personally love Meals on Wheels or Jewish Family Services. Both of those are delivering meals and helping people get to their appointments and things like that. So if you have that in your town, please think of donating there. Weens? Okay, I'm only doing this if you're singing it with me. Ready? Um, I don't know the words. Make it up, please. I won't do okay, it. Okay, I'll alone. clap. No, no, no. Voice stuff. I don't know the voices. Do you make some up, please. Oh, this doesn't Just do it sense. with me. Ready? No, I hate when you drive me in. Just you do it. Okay. No, come with me. Ready? Mm. You have to or I'll stop. I won't keep going. Ready? Boom, 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 boom. I don't hear you. Boom, boom. It starts when we're kids. Boom, boom, boom. This is not going to work if you're laughing. Just do it. <laughs> Don't make me do it. Just take it away and leaves. Go. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. It starts when we're kids. Bum, bum. You have to do the bum, bums. It shows oh. up at school. Bum, bum. Kid <laughs> faces at friends. Bum, bum. You're a clown and a fool. Bum. Then somebody out there loves you. You stand up and holler for more. More. <laughs> You've got a home at the magic store.